Oh, welcome. Here if you need the Premiership special, the Mad Monday special, we're going to call it, Sherelle McMahon, because there is good reason to celebrate. And I dare say the two guests we've got lined up may or may not have celebrated all night long. Yeah, well, they would have every right to have celebrated all night long, Clint. Let's be honest, what an incredible win it was. Um, it was vomit-inducing all game for me, actually. I was so I was so stressed. Although I had full confidence, full confidence, but it was it was quite stressful, particularly in that last minute or so. But uh, it's very exciting to have these two on, Clint. Do you want to do the honors? Because you are I'm excited, but you are jumping out of your seat excited. <laughs> Look, I've, I've been pretty excited all year, but this is the most pumped I've been, that's for sure. We are lucky enough to be joined by the co-captains of the 2020 Premiership team, the Melbourne Vixens. Congratulations, Kate Maloney and Liz Watson. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. Whose idea was it for you to catch up with us so early the morning oh, after? No, I don't know. But look, we're here. We had a great night. Good win. Um, I'm just excited. I think when you win, you're on a high. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what time we have to get up for you, Shaz. Oh, exactly. <laughs> and what is the overwhelming feeling, Kate? Because this has been a season, as we keep talking about, a season like no other. What, what's the overwhelming feeling for you? And the girls this morning when you wake up in the knowledge that you've been able to achieve what you've done. This what do you year. mean wake up? They haven't gone to bed. that puppy. Oh, Sherelle, it's like it's pure joy, but like also just relief. This year has been so tough and it was so exciting to get the win, but um yeah, there's just that sense of, like, relief. We've done it and now we can just enjoy it, which is great. You said that you did, you were lost for words in your speech, but you obviously weren't all night because your voice is sounding really rough. <laughs> we, sung the, we sung the Vixen song too many times, Yes, Shaz. we did. <laughs> I won't give you a ren, uh, rendition. Rendition, yeah. Yeah, rendition, yeah. <laughs> It's a little bit Madge Bishop-esque from Neighbours, isn't it? You, you're probably too young to know that who Madge Bishop is, you too. Um, okay, so I don't know what to ask about first because I love party stories. So uh, maybe we'll just, we'll just shelve that for the, for the time being and we'll come back to it. Let's talk netball. Let's talk about the occasion that was yesterday in Brisbane because not just a big moment, obviously, um, for the Vixens as a team, but also for Victoria. Coming into this match, what were, were there nerves? Because it was that must have been in the back of your mind as well in terms of the narrative about how Victoria was, was coping and feeling and, and you ladies doing it for your home state. Yeah, I think there was nerves, obviously, biggest game of the year, and I think, We've been overwhelmed with the amazing support that we've had from back home and all week we're getting messages and phone calls and, and just that constant, I guess, um, support from back home has been really, really, really nice. But I think it was special on um, Saturday at our captain's run. Um, Simone brought us into the change rooms and she said, we need to really tune in and focus on us and this bubble and doing the job out there on court. And yes, we want to do it all for Victoria, our family, our friends, supporters, everyone back home. But to do that, we need to really focus on how we're going to do that. So I think as soon as Simone sort of brought us in and said that, we were all a bit like, okay, we got this. Let's just stick together and, and get the job done. And then it was very tight and tough. Uh, well, all match, fair to say, but um, especially through that first, um, first half. 
Uh, so you went into halftime, um, I think, down by just the one, but down by goal. Was that is that right? I mean, what was what was the game plan heading into the second half? Because I dare say you would have sensed that this game was going to go right down to the wire. And if it did, how were you going to attack that? Yeah, I think going into halftime, we felt that our defensive pressure had really picked up quarter. And when you're playing against someone like Fever, that's really important. And we knew if we could back that up and we could put that consistent pressure on them into that second half that hopefully we'd get the win in the end. And it was definitely a little bit tighter than I would have liked. <laughs> it was a bit nerve-wracking there at the end. But, yeah, just amazing to get that win. Uh, Lizzie, if you want to take us through that, that last minute in particular, I mean, I know that um, I've seen you drill that uh, a lot, a lot of times to be able to keep possession of the ball if that's what's required. What was going through your head when, because obviously you're a big part of that attack end and a big part of being able to keep control of that ball. What were you thinking in that moment when you were trying to maybe just take a little bit of time off that clock? Yeah, to be honest, I I think... Fever were probably doing such a good job at defence that we actually didn't have any options. So I looked like we were taking up the time, but I think... Oh, so I it wasn't intentional. No, I don't think it was, to be honest. And I didn't even realise that it was our centre pass, the next centre pass. We actually had that opportunity to score and then get the ball back. And But, yeah, I remember I was down right at the other transverse line <laughs> passing the ball to Emily. So um, I think it was a bit of... Okay, we were up by one, I think. And I was like, just keep the ball, don't lose it. But in the back of my mind, I was like, this could get really dangerous. 45 seconds is still a long time to hold possession. So, um, yeah, it was just maintain it. But I honestly think it was Fever's defence. I don't think we were doing it on purpose. At that point, Liz, when you were up at that defensive transverse line, I'm like, Lizzie, any danger of getting down the other end? <laughs> and, yeah, and I'm like, Nicole the moan, and all I can hear is, move, drive, drive. And I guess one of the the real features of that game was your connection, particularly with MJ in the circle, and what an amazing game she had and MVP for uh, performance. Um, tell, tell us about MJ and how she was coping with things because this is, you know, the biggest game that she's played in um, and that premiership win for her has been amazing. But she was just outstanding. Emily just oh, walked in. Sorry, we just got Emily walking in. But anyway, oh. <laughs> I won't show you the camera. Oh, you can come and say uh, hi. She's, she's, she's in PJ. PJ still. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and I think with, with MJ, um, I know Courtney's had a really good season. So, And with Courtney, when she starts well, she tends to play out the game really well. So I had to have that confidence to get the ball over her head and into MJ right from the start to give myself the confidence to be able to feed that, but also MJ to know that she can take it and take the ball over any defender. So I think that was the message. And MJ, she tells me if it's not high enough or if she wants it quicker, so it's good to have her belief and confidence in that circle. Is someone making breakfast in the background or what's going on? Doing the dishes. We've got housekeeping. Good timing, guys. We can do that. You can leave it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> this is a great pod. I'm loving this podcast already. Mad Monday. This well, goes to Deakin University. Okay, so um, end of the match, that realisation that you've got it done, you've won the trophy. I want to ask you first and foremost about, because you've probably seen a few snippets of the match. Uh, I hope you have. Anyway, Simone's 
sort of, is it a chainsaw type? Yeah. <laughs> How about that? <laughs> what did you, I was, I was loving it. So good. I think there's a, a meme of it or something I've seen. Oh, there should be. <laughs> she practiced that one too. Oh, that was unreal. She does it at training though. She's on the sidelines, like going for every ball that we go for and it's no different in a game. And I think to see just uh, the excitement from her and she was nonstop yelling in that yeah. last couple of minutes just to keep moving. And I think by that time we're all so exhausted that you can just see Simone yelling, move, and you're just trying to run. <laughs> as many steps as you can but to see I think that's just yeah that's one of the best videos I think of the year just Simone's reaction to that win and, and then the reaction of, of both of you um did you seek each other out and you know were you two the first to embrace yeah and I actually remember we had the center pass and I think there was like six seconds to go and she Kate, didn't move. Kate standing in the center circle about a pass and I was just jumping up and down I didn't even run it zero option I was that excited I was like no nah, I'm done I'm not coming out for the center pass and then yeah we somehow got it in and then yeah saw Kate straight away and it was just this I don't know everyone's faces they were kind of in shock there was tears but it was a bit like oh my god what's just happened so there was yeah, and there's a few people that I want to ask about um first of all Kate Eddy who literally was in a moon boot I think right up until the game and then straight back in the moon boot after the game with that foot injury talk us through how important it was for her and how amazing for me like watching from the distance kind of knowing how difficult it was for her to get up her ability to do that and play in the way she did was incredible. And then she took that intercept, Kate, which was out of this world. I loved that. Yeah, look, to see Kate um, first get that injury and to know what she went through last year and she wasn't able to play in the grand final with the Swifts and for that to have possibly happened a second year in a row would have been so tough. And just a credit to Kate, um, the physios, uh, massage here that did absolutely everything that they could to get her back out on court and um, yeah to perform the way that she did as well it's an absolute credit to her but I think it's one of the real special stories um, of this grand final win is just uh, you know the ability of Kate to come back but even Lizzie and the girls that stepped on when they were out and replaced them in those games um, I think the depth that we've had this year has been um, yeah amazing. Yeah, that's so true. And the ability for those girls to do that was incredible. And, of course, the other big story of the this season has been the retirement of two Melbourne Vixens greats, Caitlin Thwaites and Tegan Phillip. And, and, Liz, I wanted to ask from your perspective too, because as the wing attack, that goal attack role is so important and the relationship you have out on court. And th those two players obviously play the game incredibly difficult. Tell us about how challenging or what you have to do in your game when those changes are constantly happening, which I thought worked really well for you. But for your role, that must really significantly change what you do too. Yeah, it's a little bit, the timing's probably the main thing that's a little bit different. And I think, um, but to be honest, they kind of ran on and off and it wasn't, didn't seem like, to, you know, sometimes, like, oh, Tegan's back, oh, Katie's back. <laughs> and I didn't really notice too much. But I guess when Teague's come on, she, she definitely opens up the space and, and just sort of creates more width in the court, which is what we need. And then, but Katie's such that strong hold and that body that you can just sort of get the ball to quite easily as well. So for me, I still do the same calls off the set of passes, um, no matter who's there, we still like to mix it up. Um, but yeah, I guess, yeah, it didn't seem too too different, but um, they both offer something and very 
and such a special moment for them both to be able to finish in that way. I mean, not many people get to finish uh, their career um, under the circumstances they have, Kate, and that was something that it was really special for, for the group, but for those two girls individually. It was so special and we spoke about it when they announced their retirement that the only way that we could send them off was with a win and we wanted to do it so badly because they've done so much for Victorian netball, Australian netball and the best way that we could send them off was with a win and so it was so nice to see them both get on court and both performed so well yesterday and um, yeah, look, they've given so much to the Vixens and um, yeah, can't wait to see what's next for them. Hey, uh, do you know, Stan, this, this means, those retirements mean that Kate is the only player left that I've played uh, with. So I'm like holding on for group death. You're a teammate of mine. Oh I think I'm going to officially be like the earliest number now. So I'm starting to feel really old, Trell. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, Shaz, there is, uh, there is some shooting um, options, you know, some vacancies next season. What do you think? Uh, well, I am trying to get a little bit fit. My ISO kilos have skyrocketed, <laughs> so I'm trying to drag them back the other way. Uh, I, I would think there's probably <laughs> many more options that would be better for me in the goal circle. Paul, please imagine that. She'd be like, oh, God, Cheryl, what are you doing? <laughs> Catch it. Um, <laughs> okay, so merchandise. I want to talk merchandise. you got the T-shirts on and look at what's dangling around the neck. Yes. <laughs> How good is that? Those medals are a lot better than the trophy. Oh, did I just say that? Um, <laughs> okay, so before we talk uh, parties, we want to thank our sponsor because they have been with us right through this season. Tremendous sponsor, Deakin University, every course backed by industry experts. So you'll get the job you want with a degree employers want plus Lifetime access to Australia's number one university career service, Deakin Progressive Real World Learning. So there's no questions from our fans this week because Sherelle and I have got so many questions for you about the party season and about <laughs> Mad Monday and what happens from here. So you leave the courts, the, the netball centre, where do you head from there? You forgot the champagne in the change rooms first. Oh, of course. Okay. <laughs> right. And the song. We've already spoken about the song. The song. So the song. Champagne, yep. champagne in the rooms. And then um, where does the party start? Um, we headed back to the hotel first, um, quickly got changed, um, ready to go. And then I don't even know what the place was called. Do you know the name of it? <laughs> Somewhere along the river. <laughs> there was a function organised yeah. for us. Um, yeah, I'm not sure what the place was called, no. but it was really nice. We outside. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's where it started and that's where it ended, really. Is that right? You, it was a one-venue type affair? Oh, for me, it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so there's Some a side the story here. There's but, a story. Yeah, Tell us what happened. <laughs> um, no, I just needed a good rest. So I came home, had a powwow nap, two hours sleep, and then the party came back. Um, to our room actually so we were just hanging out in here till about what would you say four o'clock in the morning like that. so that's not that long ago girls so you've done well <laughs> you've done very well who was with you Did, was it was it literally just the team and the group that were there or was there a few other hangers-on that came to join you yeah, know so um netball big melbourne vixens organized the function and 
um, were able to invite family and friends. Unfortunately, there's not a whole lot of family and friends <laughs> up here with us in Queensland. But, um, yes, we had a few extras there with us. And um, who else was the there? Channel, the Channel 9 crew popped in as well. Um, Bianca was there. Keely was there. Um, yeah, that's about all, really. It was, you know, it was yeah. good fun. And then, yeah, mainly just the team, though, and just to be able to enjoy it together was really special. Just speaking about um, all things media, because I was I was really wrapped last night to watch the rival um, news broadcasts as well and also to pick up the paper this morning to see just the coverage. It's been extraordinary. Um, has it sort of blown you away as well, the support? I, I mean... It should be, there should be support like this, obviously, but I feel as though this year um, it's really gone up a level. Yeah, I think it's almost like everyone um, is watching the netball back home who might not never watch netball before this season and um, all the messages and support that we've had personally and as a team, it's been unreal. And I think um, especially all the, the young kids at home who aren't able to play netball this year, I think it's been nice that we can give them something to watch and so many people have said that especially when we had those midweek games that that was their favorite time of the week was actually sitting down and watching the netball and I think um, people really got into it this year and um, yeah I know my family and friends definitely did and and they would have loved to be here but yeah it's been overwhelming with the, the love and support that we've had. Can I wind your minds back a little bit to earlier in the year before you went away um, and I think there's been a little bit spoken about um, the challenges that you guys went through as opposed to some of the other teams because there's, you know, we were in a stricter lockdown than a lot of the other teams. They were still going away on camps together and having practice matches where we just weren't able to do that. In fact, you weren't even allowed to train in pairs for so long through that first isolation period. And then that week or so with all the uncertainty about you know, you were going to New South Wales, first of all, um, you were going to be gone for a couple of weeks and then that changed to a bit longer and then it was Queensland and we're leaving tomorrow and, oh, no, we're not. I, I think, I don't know whether everyone understands kind of what that period was like for you guys too because it's been a big focus on the hub and the challenges that went through that, but it wasn't easy even before you went into the hub, was it? Yeah, and I think that was probably the toughest period, to be honest, the uncertainty of are we going, are we going to have a season? You know, you go and have your COVID tests, now you can't see anyone at all before you get onto a plane. And um, so I think that was probably the toughest period. And it was just we didn't know if we were going to have a season at all at that stage, if the Queensland government were going to have us, if the New South Wales government were going to have us. And all we wanted to do was play netball. We'd done about eight months of pre-season and um, we just wanted to get on a plane. I think um, the relief to actually step onto the plane and mm-hmm. head to Queensland, it was kind of just like, oh, my God, okay, it's actually happening now. And I think that was a real moment for us. You know, so many people made so many sacrifices to come to Queensland and I think it's 94 days now that we've been here and Liz has been my lucky roomie for 94 days um, oh. um, but it's really hard to explain what it's like here and I, we've mentioned it a few times I don't think anyone will really ever understand what we sort of we went through to get onto that plane and then to be here and um Simone set the standard really early and said, you know what, things aren't going to be fair for us all the time. We were in tougher restrictions. People were playing practice matches, like you said. And she said, 
she goes, you know, we can look at it and go, that's unfair. Or we can just go, you know what, this is going to make us stronger. We're going to be tougher for it. Um, and she really set the standard for saying, let's embrace everything. And, you know, why can't we do it? And if we do do it, it's going to be pretty special. And, um, yeah, these girls have worked so hard this year and I couldn't be more proud. Um, we've lived together for so long and now then to be able to hold up that trophy last night was super special for us. And hearing that from our captains, Sherelle, just reinforce that point as a coach and someone who demands high performance and just hearing about obviously the lessons that um, Simone um, has imparted and obviously they've listened, they've taken that on board and here they are. You know, you reap what you sow basically and it's a real great lesson for many of our young netballers out there who will be listening to this podcast who idolise these two and have seen them win a premiership. Yeah, and, and I think it's a really great lesson in controlling the things that are in your sphere of control because, you know, for many of us, um, no matter what we're doing in our lives, there's so much that's out of our control and that we can, you know, get worried about or stressed about and, and pour emotional energy into. And I think what this group has done incredibly well and the reason they got through so well is because they focused on the things that they could do. They they really came together and, you know, I think it was a big thing for the group to to not look at, you know, far out, we're going to be away for 94 days. No, let's look at the next week and then the next week. So I think that that process um, and really bringing it in was was important. And, Clint, I think, you know, I've heard a lot of people talk about this season and, you know, other uh, sporting codes that maybe there's a bit of an asterisk beside it because it's not a proper season, it's not a full season. But I just think that it is, this is the toughest year that I've ever seen a group go through and I think you know there and I've put this on my social media I think there should be an asterisk but not because it was easy or not because it doesn't mean as much but because it means more and I actually I was a mess last night I don't think I've been as emotional in any other <laughs> year that I've ever had I was absolutely terrible but um just to know what they've been through and what you've been able to achieve girls and you know this is the first time Lizzie stepped up into that co-captaincy role and I, I wouldn't underestimate that too because I think that you guys have worked really well together in yeah. that role is that how yeah, it's yeah. felt yeah yeah and I think you know as you said Shaz Lizzie and I were lucky enough to play in a premiership in 2014 I can tell you right now this one's just as special, if not more. It was so tough, so tough to win this one. I definitely don't think, unless uh, it's putting an asterisk against it because of how tough it was to win, but um, it's a pretty special one, I think, to win. So what happens from here? I, it's the Sherelle McMahon medal tonight, obviously. So you've got makeup appointments very, very shortly. Although, look at you, you're, you're looking great. So I don't think you really need it. Queen. <laughs> <laughs> you want to play for the Shazmac medal? I know. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, we'll get get ready this afternoon and then head head just across the river tonight, um, which will be fun. And then tomorrow's kind of like the mad pack up the whole apartment day, which is not. Yeah. Looking you could see our apartment right now. You would understand. Three months of stuff. So that's going to be tomorrow's job. I've definitely just been putting that off, and then. Um, yeah, we'll head to Noosa on Wednesday with the Aussie um, squad for a camp. So, yeah, exciting times now. No rest for the weekend, straight into camp with the Diamonds, hey? Yep. At least they're Noosa. That's all right. Yeah, they're <laughs> about the location. When do you get home? Are you, are you making the most of the Queensland environment and staying up there a little longer? 
Yeah, so we'll, as Lizzie said, we'll go to Diamonds Camp and then a few of us have actually just planned a little bit of a um, break after that in Broad Beach. So we've got a house, which will be nice. It's actually, you know, you kind of think, oh, we'd want to get away from each other, but we've been together in a, I suppose, I suppose you can call it like a business <laughs> setting, but to actually just be able to have a bit of a holiday, I think post this will be really nice. Just to be able to relax, sit by the pool. Lizzie can work on her tan a little bit more. And um, yeah, look, but we can't wait to get home to our family, to our friends, um, to bring that trophy back home to Victoria and hopefully celebrate with everyone when we get back. You're timing it well because the restrictions are lifting. They're lifting, girls. It's just in time for you to get back here. Perfect timing. We were like, Dan was on just before the game yeah. yesterday as we're on the way and I'm like, oh, like what's happening? But it's one thing, you know, we've been following what's going on at home every day and, um, yeah, it's, it was so nice for us before we went out on court to know that some of the restrictions had been eased everyone back home as that well. Was stressful though, that, that presser, Clint. I was like, come on, you oh. <laughs> I think I, He said, well, I, I've got to get off for the netball. So it was good. I think he was on notice, wasn't he? The netball oh, community really, really, really did their part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, um, ladies, I, I was so happy uh, to watch, especially post-match yesterday, because as Sherelle said, it was just so nerve-wracking, so bloody nerve-wracking. Um, but from me, um, before I give Sherelle last thoughts and last comments, um, congratulations. You've done all of Victoria proud and um, you should enjoy yourself for the next few days. Um, like you did last night, do me proud on the party scene because you know I hate a party. Hopefully <laughs> Liz steps up a bit more tonight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, come on, Lizzie. You can't be coming home early tonight. And it, it will be exciting tonight. You know, there's something really special about winning uh, the MVP of your club when um, the, the club has won the premiership. So I'm very much looking forward to uh, that being announced and seeing who's the winner there. And uh, I may have the inside word on that. So this I, say, I reckon you might know <laughs> very much uh, deserves it. I'm very, very proud of this person. So it'll be, it, it's it's going to be exciting because I think those years that you you do get that ultimate success, um, you know, those celebrations just mean a little bit more, I think. And just, again, I, I mean, I've said enough to these girls uh, publicly and personally about how bloody proud I am of them. And, um, yeah, just well done again and uh, enjoy your little break. And I can't wait to see you and celebrate when you get back. We can't wait to celebrate with you, Shaz, when we get back. And Joey's just popped in to say hi. Hello. Oh, hey, Joey. Oh, Joe Weston. Just on the podcast. Last night. Oh, how are you going, Joey? Joey was, Joey was more impressive than Lee. Um, oh, right. <laughs> more staying power. Tonight's my night. I'll be MVP off the field tonight. <laughs> Consistency is key, Liz. All right. Well, ladies, um, again, from all of us, congratulations. And on behalf of uh, not just Netball Victoria, but Deakin University, our proud um, podcast partner, uh, they send their best wishes, um, as do the thousands of Vixens fans um, right around this great country of ours. So well done and enjoy. Thank Thanks, you guys. guys. And Sherelle, as I said before, last thoughts to you. Um, I liked how you called it 
the MVP before and not the Sherelle McMahon medal. You're allowed to call it the Shaz Mac medal. It's the Shaz Mac. I have the Shaz Mac. No, I just go with the MVP because I just, it's a bit weird, isn't it? No, get around yourself. (laughs) No, look, Clint, I've got nothing else. Do you know what I had to do this morning? Um, Ruby had a milkshake because we went out for a coffee to get myself in good order. And then we were at the playground and she was on one of those spinning things. Oh, and no. then oh, she no. came over and she's like, oh, mum, I don't feel very oh, well. No. Anyway, so I was like, right, let's get home. Vomited all over the car seat. And I'm just like, this is not what I need this morning. <laughs> but <laughs> it's the I had to do uh, in other premiership days the following day. <laughs> <laughs> And on that note, (laughs) on that note, I think we'll wrap. It's been a great season, uh, a very successful season. I want to say it was because of the podcast that we were able to get the girls over the line. Um, Ladies, well done. Enjoy it. Drink it in. And Sherelle, we'll see you soon. We'll see you when I can see you. Yeah, that'll be nice. I'm looking forward to it. Well done, girls. See you guys. Go Vixens. At Deakin, digital is in our DNA. With 40 years of experience in distance and online learning, discover why we're the number one Australian public university for overall educational experience. Premium, proven, loved. Study online at Deakin. Applications now open.